I just want to say thank you again because we mentioned on the air that I had a not so surprise surprise birthday that Rochelle put together, and a lot of people wrote in and said, "Oh, we heard you talking about it. Happy birthday!" Which yeah. is very nice. By the way, I do want to mention it is not my birthday, and it was not my birthday. My birthday is in October. Yes, but we were trying to soak up a little bit of the uh, you know summertime weather while we still can. Mm-hmm. So we did a party, and everybody had an availability. So we did a little bit early. Um, and, I, and we mentioned yesterday, it seemed like nobody wanted to be there, uh, especially after I went back and listened to the little cell phone video we had of people singing <laughs> "Happy Birthday." It was just, it was a little. It was a little disheartening, but uh, I digress. <laughs> we did not get to this yesterday. So you uh, rented some party games. I did. From a company. So you got a giant uh, Jenga. Giant Jenga. That's a deal where you pull the block out and everything mm-hmm. falls down if you do it wrong. You got a beer pong table. Yes. With the professional ping pong a Regulation beer pong, balls, beer pong table. Which is kind of neat. And then you got a giant Connect Four. Yeah. Just like the game Connect Four, only life size. It's like five feet tall. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. And the guy said, man, your decorations are so great. Uh, would you mind if I take a picture here or can you send me a picture? You said, well, yeah. I'll take a picture of people playing the games later. And so I took a picture of you playing beer pong with my <laughs> 70-something-year-old uncle. Uh-huh. And he smoked you. He destroyed me. And that's a picture that I sent to the guy. And so now that picture lives on this party rental yes. place's website forever. <laughs> Destro- it was the first time he's ever played, so I'm calling beginner's luck. But, now, I wonder if he was bluffing. He said he had never played. He right. pretended he didn't know the rule, but he then he immediately I mean, knew what to do. He rimshot Every single ball into the cup, and I, he was not drinking, so that was the other thing. He was. We just played with water in the cups, and he was not drinking. And every time he got one in mine, you were I would, drinking. I yeah. was drinking, so I would take. A, I would take a drink, but I mean, he just destroyed me and did it quickly. And it he got a little worse as the night went on because after that embarrassment, after he went, "Hey, Rochelle, I yeah. beat you!" Right, yeah. and he looks like if you want a picture of the man, he looks like George Costanza from Seinfeld. Okay, See, maybe with a little looks grayer like, hair. Uh, Richard Dreyfus. Okay, fine. Looks Richard Dreyfus like from Mr. Holland's yes, Opus. Maybe with a little mustache bit. Mustache, and he looks just like him. <laughs> okay, exactly like him. So then he, his uh, grandson, so my <laughs> second cousin, uh-huh. is uh, he gets he's at the party as well. He's in the pool, so he gets out and he wants to play with you when he sees that Grandpa won. Uh-huh. As he's said, well, I'm, I know I, I just lost to the old man. Maybe I beat the kid. Right. right. He beat you. Yep. And because he obviously couldn't drink, mm-hmm. the bet was I'll jump back in the pool and get wet again, or I'll throw you in the pool. Right. So if, then you lost. If I was to lose, I had to, I had to jump into the pool with all of my clothes on. And what were you wearing? <laughs> pink high heels. I was wearing very high pink high heels and a 80s zipper jumpsuit. A tracksuit, I guess it's you'd a call track it. Suit. Yeah, it was like a it was like a cross between an astronaut uniform yes. and a tracksuit. Yes, I was the only one who followed directions and came in the 80s attire and then I had to jump in the water and said 80s attire. I was worried that with the poofiness of this jumpsuit oh, you yeah. might sink to the bottom like a rock. It was real bad. I was worried. Not good. And of course you've been drinking so it was a face plant into the water. Yeah, the more we talk about this the more I realized why people left so early. (laughs) It was a lot. Well, luckily the picture lives forever for others who would like to rent these party games. (laughs) You're welcome. We tried them out for you. Mm -hmm. We went through the embarrassment now. (laughs) 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com or your favorite streaming service. Good morning, America. Hello, Haya, Robbie, and Rochelle in the morning. Live in the flesh for Tuesday, September the 20th, 2022. Suddenly, this is like an adult film. <laughs> Here we are in the flesh. In the flesh. We got another good one today. Food file. Oh, Check yeah. stories trending about food and drink. It is mm-hmm. a tasty Tuesday. Mm-hmm. See how tasty it is here in the flesh. 
This is getting weird. It's too early for Big all of cash this. Big jackpot, classic rock <laughs> keywords. That happens after 7. We'll do he said. She said. At 7.50. Birthday file. We'll check the bulletin board. The Fast Five is on the way. Hashtag mom. God, 7.20, 9.20 this morning. So if you've been following along with us, you know that I've had uh, difficulty finding a hair person. Mm-hmm. I've been through four of them since we started the show here at The Boss about a year ago. Yes. And this is a big consideration when you come and live in a new place. And also, you know, we we moved from the beach where we lived the first six months we were here. Now we're up in Middlesex County. So mm-hmm. it's a big, you know, I, I thought maybe I had a person. Right. And then even if I had been completely confident this is my my person, my forever person. Yeah. <laughs> now she's 40 minutes away. Right. So, it's well, a little too far to drive. We finally found a person. I think we, we name called, I can say her name because we said it the other name, Lisa. Her name is Lisa. And she's yes. in East Brunswick and we uh, we both went to her. We both really liked her. Loved it. And not only the job that she did, but we liked her personality, mm-hmm. felt comfortable making some small talk. Yes. Everything was a win. Like the, the salon was kind of upscale, but it wasn't too much. Right. You know? Right. Like I hate when they've got a, you know, it was like the Queen's funeral with the guys with the trumpets coming out just to, <laughs> here he is, your stylist. Hey, I'm Fernando. I'll be cutting your hair today. Snip, snip, <laughs> eighty bucks, please. You know, it's like Zoolander cutting your hair. That's true. There are some salons that are just this, very this place was not you know just like a wood panel barber shop. No, but it was not uh, not obnoxiously fancy right, either. So right. everything about it was just just right. Okay, and it was next to an Italian bakery. Yeah, nice they strip mall. Because they said afterwards, going. let's stop and have a piece of pizza. Yes. Beautiful. Everything about this was good, <laughs> except, uh-huh. and I, I don't know if this is a thing that. You know, if you grew up here, and neither Rochelle or I have grown up here, right? But I'm from the Northeast. I mean, I grew up just a couple hours away, mm-hmm. so I, I'd never in my life had heard of not being able to pay uh, and then tip on a credit card, right? And when we go to a restaurant, we do this: sure. you pay the bill and you add gratuity, whatever right. it is. And you and Rochelle and I, this is true. Line up, dying. We're good tippers. We are good tippers. The service is good. We'll give you more than twenty percent. The service is terrible. We'll never give you never give you worse than 15 percent right. at the worst. Right, and that has to be like horrible, horrible, horrible service. We are not picky in that way. No. So if someone does a service for us, we tip them, and I think we pay pretty well. Mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. But without, I never carry cash. And it, maybe right. four or five bucks in case I need to get just on to, the parkway. Right, you know? just in case we hit a toll. I mean, before we came to uh, do the show here, I never carried cash at all. I honestly, the last place that we lived, they didn't have one of our banks at, in the area at no, all. I, the closest one was two hours away. I don't think I held cash in my hands for a good two years. Right, never touched. Well, I mean, of course, ever. you know, the pandemic was a weird time to for that, everything. That's, so that is. True. I guess we did a little less of everything. That is true. But, but anyhow, I never really have more than a few bucks. So listen, if you're looking to rob me, just know that I never have more than a few bucks cash on me. Right. So we go in there and I did bring thinking I would tip her and tip her well, because part of my issue with the last guy is I only had a few bucks and I forgot about this credit card mm-hmm. quirk at the salon. Right. And it was, it was like $80 for my hairstyling and I only gave him $4 and that, first of all, I wasn't happy with him, but on t- I just didn't have cash. You didn't have the cash. And right. so I didn't know what to do and I was just embarrassed. Well, I brought 10 bucks with me. Yeah. Figuring 10 is going to be, it's going to be a solid tip no matter what. Okay. Sure, yeah, for a men's haircut. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. But I have such anxiety about going to a new person and getting to know them that you didn't tell me until about 20 minutes before we were going to go that I had a hair appointment and that you also had a hair appointment we were going to go together. Right. But I had 10 bucks. I said, okay, I'll grab 10 bucks. Didn't occur to me that when we went, that you had no cash. Yeah. So we were able to pay on the card for both of our mm-hmm. haircuts. And of course, mm-hmm. yours was more expensive than mine because right. you had the color and all the whatever it is you women do. I only had $10 for both of us. Uh-huh. So I did it again. I under-tipped. 
Yes. And I know we joke about me stiffing Joe and turn off for lunch, but they deserve it. No. This, this lady did a great job, and I did okay. not want to stiff her. And I thought $10 would be a big, uh, you know, uh, uh, an over-the-top well, tip. Well, sure. For for yours, that would be... would like be, a big cheese tip, That you know? would be fine, but because you're right, it was both of us, and that is probably my fault that I did that, but I have... So that's like five and five, which I guess is not no, horrible. No, that's not great, though. It's that's, not great. No, and I have, I have no problem with this, but you seem to think that there's an issue. I told the girl at the front, I asked her, I said, I can't, I can't put the tip on here i don't have any cash right. is it okay if i come back next week and I'll, and the girl's like oh yeah that's fine you think that that's crazy that i just want to go back this week just to give her a tip well i think you got to go today i'm going to go you gotta, I'm, I'm you gotta go do today this. but i because I, i'm having like trouble getting through my day knowing that there's someone out there telling everybody you know what i robbie and rochelle a bunch of cheap bastards no, like i can't i i think can't it, stand it. i think it probably happened i i guess we know now that there are no hair salons that you can go to. Is this just hair salons? I don't know. Are there other services that I don't know about? Because again, there's no problem at the restaurant. There's no no problem. Now, I will say that there are a lot of places and a lot of restaurants now too that say because of whatever, there's a surcharge if you use a credit card instead of... But it can't be every salon. It's not like it's just this salon. I don't know because... You've been to four salons now, three or four salons. Every one of them, and the same every thing. one of them, you have to have cash. So I don't know. And if I was finally prepared. I know. I know. I and then I had up. to pay your tip. I messed you up. Screwed I'm sorry. me all over. No, I'm going to go today and bring bring her an adequate tip for what she should have. But I don't think that that's weird to go back in a few days and say I. I mean, I didn't know it wasn't that I wasn't going to tip her. You know what the worst part was? The worst part is that I told her that we told the story on the air. <laughs> About how I only gave the last guy, Warren Beatty, you $4. Did? You're so vain, right? Yeah. And then what do I do? I Five bucks for her, like a jerk. So she probably she's probably up at night wondering, I wonder why Robbie and Rochelle didn't like their haircut. You no, know? I don't think Horrible. She, I don't think so. So we've got to rectify this situation. I will go now I feel like we've got to pay even more than a good tip. You know, we have to do see, like here's a. the issue doing that. It's like then, a double. And then, I, then the expectation is really right, high for the next time. Right. So we have to just give her the tip that I would have given her had I had the You cash. need to go to cosmetology school and just handle my hair for me. <laughs> or I need to shave it off and go full Lex Luthor, baby. Because there's, I just, full Kojak. Too much. That's too much. <laughs> this is too much anxiety for a damn haircut. <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071, The Boss. Yesterday, their initial reports out that the most watched event ever on television, the Queen's funeral, mm. with 4.1 billion viewers around the world. What are there, 8 billion people in the world? Yeah. It's like half of the world. That's amazing. Stop to watch. And I imagine there are probably corners when they say 8 billion people in the world that don't have television. Right, <laughs> right. Somewhere in the outback or whatever. Oh, sure. But sure. yeah, 4.1 billion, they uh, expect to be the final number for yesterday's uh, funeral in England. The second most watched event in history. I didn't realize this was the uh, Atlanta Olympics opening ceremony back in 1996. Oh, really? 3.5 billion. And of course, there are fewer people in, so that's kind of evens out. Yeah. Uh, Princess Diana's funeral is the third most watched event. Yeah. That happened back in 1997 with 2.5 billion people. The moon landing in 1969, only 650 million people. Hmm. Isn't that kind of weird? That is weird. I mean, maybe when that happened, not everyone had a television in their home. I guess. So I don't, I don't well, just fewer people, fewer yeah, televisions. Fewer, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. That's a joke I always make is we had the technology to get a signal from the moon <laughs> 60 years ago, and yet I can't get Wi-Fi here in Neptune. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I just don't understand it's that. It's true. But. It's true. No, but I was glued to the TV for most of the day, and then I, I was also listening to BBC Radio. You were. I was which like, was extreme. Who was, are you? It's, it was, you know what? It's just one of those things. It's a huge part of history. And I remember when Diana died, and it was the same thing. I was very, very intrigued. But listening to the BBC Radio was really fun to hear... 
all of the people who were there and the reporters that were there. And then they also had reporters that were reporting to other people around the world. Right. Like they had the, the reporter who was reporting to Zimbabwe and what they were telling them. And it was it was just it was interesting to hear different points of view and what the queen meant to them. And obviously she was the sovereign over a lot of different places. Right. So it was. Yeah, I was the I was, BBC uh, announcers, the newscasters are so much more professional oh, than the yes. nitwits we got here on Fox and MSNBC. They're all breaking news. You know, fire smoke more. And BBC, they're so professional and they give you just the information. I wish we had something like that here. But but then they go to the guy who's in, you know, New Zealand. He's like, yeah, mate, we're very sorry to see the Queen die. Yeah. (laughs) Who's this guy? You know what I mean? So that was kind of funny. You know what, though? I I can't remember the quote he was using, but the BBC announcer kept using a quote from Abraham Lincoln. Oh, really? Kind of end each one of his his little recaps before they'd go to a commercial so that was i thought that that was interesting yeah, they're very was, professional that he was using an american president at you know at the the queen's funeral but the most watched uh, scripted television event by the way mm-hmm. those were live events i just mentioned yes. was the mash finale Back oh, in yeah. 1983, and I think there was just a picture for the uh, 50th anniversary of the show with Alan Alda the other day. So yeah. That is still the most watched scripted TV show uh, of all time. It's a great show. But now it's the like Queenie holds the record for live news event. Meanwhile, last night over on the Disney Plus app, we had the first ever live stream version of uh, Dancing with the Stars. It used to be on yeah. ABC. Now yeah. it's on uh, Disney featuring New Jersey's own Teresa Judice. <laughs> they have a new co-host this year, so Alfonso Ribeiro is co-hosting. Oh, is he doing that now? Because he he's on uh, Funniest Home Videos too, isn't he? I think he's still doing that. Yeah, doing a Carlton, which is which is all owned by the same company. It's but all Disney. Yeah. It's all Mickey. Yeah, right. So I don't is know. Is Tyra Banks still the main she host? She is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's but she's got a new co-host because I think they're trying. It, last year. She, it, she just kind of flopped as as the host because everybody misses Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't see it, but no, I, we got the little recap here. And uh, Teresa recreated one of her temper tantrums from the Real Housewives of New Jersey show, where she uh, she's dancing to uh, Rihanna, you know, the dance uh-huh. music here, and she yeah. flipped over a table. And what did it get her? A twenty out of forty. Half. That's a fifty. That's an F. Ow. <laughs> when I was in high school, that was an F, baby. So, well, that's what does that have to do with dancing? I understand you're trying to be theatrical and you're trying to make, but what does that have to? It has nothing to do with dancing. She's a hot mess. I got to tell you. I, I, I have a feeling she's not going to last too long. You'd be better off watching a Cobra Kai. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were just talking about the most watched uh, TV events. And the uh, most watched scripted show I mentioned was MASH, the finale right. of MASH back in uh, 1983, also on the list. Yep. Who Shot JR? That was mm. 1980. Was that that long ago? Oh, man. Yeah. The Seinfeld finale, the Johnny Carson finale, all of these in the uh, top 10 Friends back in 2004, Seinfeld, all the uh, most watched TV programs. These are, again, scripted shows, not actual yeah, right, right. news events or something like that. So Right, because football is like the top 40 of them. I can't imagine that time, there's yeah. ever going to be a scripted show that gets that kind of audience again, right? Yeah, probably not. I can't imagine there would be. But that was, uh, boy, remember that? Well, you guys are younger, younger than I am. But that that who shot Jr. thing was the whole it, it was that whole summer. <laughs> Everywhere you went, everybody had on a t shirt. Who shot Jr. That was a big deal. That's funny. Actually, uh, Rochelle had never heard of Dallas when we got together. And I used to watch that when I was a kid with my father. And uh, I remember right. Friday night we watched a Dukes of Hazard, and then we watched <laughs> Dallas. And I showed uh, a little bit of Dallas to Rochelle for the first time, and she went, this is a smutty show. Why were you a child watching this show with your dad? I was like, I don't know. He liked it. My mother hated it. So he'd be like, it, yeah. hey, get on the couch with Dad. We watch some J.R. Ewing. Come on. <laughs> 
I love J.R. Ewing. I thought he was the coolest guy. Oh, so much fun. There's great footage of uh, poor Larry Hackman, who passed away uh, about yeah. 10 years ago when they did the revival show. They had him yep. on a horse with his cowboy hat riding through downtown Dallas, and there's like <laughs> these businessmen cheering out the window. I'm like, you realize he was a villain, right? He's not like a good guy. But I oh, know he was a bad, he was a bad, bad guy. I loved him in Texas, a, that's for sure. Yeah, and I own a great television character. I mean, that was, a, that was just a great show. And there was a bunch of them on then, those soap operas, those nighttime soap operas. Yep. Um, Falcon uh, Crest. Falcon, yeah, Falcon Crest. And what was the other one that Dynasty. came out of Falcon Crest? There was no one that came out of Falcon something landing. I forget Knott's what it was. Knott's Landing. Knott's Landing, yeah. yeah. No, Knott's Landing was from, uh, that, that was about Gary Ewing. The other, uh, that was a Dallas thing. Oh, that's thing. right. That was yeah. out of, yeah, it was a Dallas thing. But it was, uh, those, those shows were great. You just sit there and watch them every week. It was crazy. Soap operas, yeah. Yeah, they were. That's what they were. They were nighttime soap operas. Classic right. rock keywords to cash. How are you? All right. Are you in the car? Uh, no, I'm at my house right now. Oh, all right. Sounded like you were driving someplace. I was just curious where you might be headed today. No, I'm not. I'm home. All right. What's your name? My name's Mike. Mike, let's play for some cash. 250 bucks. Maybe the next time you're in the car, you fill up a few times on us. Whatever you want to do with that money. Do you have the four classic rock keywords? Might as well jump. $250. Big money. Nice going, Mike. Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. Oh, we love you, Mike. Thank you for listening. Stories populating in your feed, in the newspaper, in magazine, on television, across the media spectrum have to do with food, drink, beverages. It's Robbie and Rochelle's Food File. Food File. Excellent. It's Food File. Most importantly, I get to push that button. Most importantly. We spent $12,000 of the company's money for that button, so I figured I might as well use it. I think you have no idea what they spend because every time you do this, you say a different amount. <laughs> yeah. I, think you just I may it. or may not be exaggerating <laughs> slash making it up slash talking on my behind a little bit. No budgets. You're not upper management. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know we don't have budget for a producer. That's nope. for sure. Nope, we sure don't. Maybe some of the technical difficulties of the past 48 hours would not have happened if I had a producer. Depends. Cool, nice. That's you. Okay. After the food file, stories trending this morning about food. Cheese it You know what I'm talking about. Cheese it Of course. It, celebrating 30 years of cheesy reality TV. Oh, that's fun. Okay. They say that the first reality TV show, in their opinion, was uh, The Real World, premiered 30 years ago. That makes sense. The end of 1992 on okay. the MTV. So see, it's a long time since they actually were music television. Mm-hmm. Reality TV collectors... Tradition boxes. They'll have a box of the Cheez Its with RuPaul. They have one with Snooky. I guess they've got a couple of the real world people from the 90s. That's fun. A limited number of the boxes be released uh, 12 o'clock every single day uh, through the 23rd. So for the next few days. That's really fun. Me eating Schnook's face. (laughs) (laughs) What's ironic is this concept in and of itself is cheesy. So (laughs) it is pretty. I mean,. I think At least Wheaties got Michael Jordan. They've got RuPaul. You I know think what I mean? that's the point, that it's a little cheesy. But Also, it's interesting that they list three of the boxes. They're doing this for four days. They don't tell you who, how low how low on the list of celebrities do you have to be. It's got to be either a real housewife or Danny Bonaducci. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, poor Danny. That's no, just kidding. I love Danny. He's a good guy. <laughs> it's a food file. A new salad's taking over TikTok. They're calling it Salad Connoisseur. It's a recipe that combines pizza and salad. It comes from a chef at Jenny's underscore table. Mm. And she posted this video that's now blown up here. Cannellini beans, red onions, kale, parsley, kalamata olives, tomatoes, mozzarella, croutons. I mean, it sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty delicious to it, me. It does. I don't know that. But if it's a pizza, wouldn't it have... It sauce? Yeah, would so it be like a like a bread sauce. bowl or something? I, I feel like... Or yeah, or some I guess sort maybe, of a... Maybe if the croutons were big enough, it could be something like that. But the cannellini beans kind of... Oh, I see here. I'm bit. reading a little 
farther in the comments, and it says uh, garlic, oregano, croutons give it a pizza, pizza crust feel with much less carb. I'd, be, I'd definitely be willing to try a, a pizza salad. I do know one time you and I went to a restaurant, and I had a salad that had french fries on the top of it. That yeah. was fun. Yeah. <laughs> definitely felt See, healthy. At that point, why are you bothering with the salad? You felt healthy eating what, it. You, no one wants the lettuce. Salad. Let me just say something. If you're a lettuce <laughs> producer, nobody <laughs> wants your product. We tolerate it, but it's just to get to the other good stuff that's sure. in the salad. There's sure. nobody that says, you know what I could go for today? Lettuce. <laughs> nobody has ever said that. Even no. celery, people sometimes go, my mouth is burning, I would love a piece of celery. Yeah. Nobody ever, ever has ever said, I want lettuce. There are these people like kale. I don't know what's wrong with them, but there's nobody that wraps? likes lettuce. I mean, I like lettuce wraps. Right, but what is the lettuce? It, it's, got a ra- it's wrapped around something. <laughs> no one just wants the lettuce. Nobody. Yeah. No, I eat the lettuce. I like the lettuce Can with dressing on it. Can you imagine seeing someone walking down the hall just like munching, a, <laughs> munching like on a, a head giant of head of lettuce? You'd be like, what the hell? He's eating lettuce. People, <laughs> that would be weird. People are ready to call the asylum you're, when they see right. you just eating lettuce. That would be weird. You're right. And I'll yet we it. all eat it. Mm-hmm. Just don't eat it by itself. <laughs> Food file. <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> I love that button. All right, speaking of pizza, we got a little fast food war going on. Pizza Hut is responding to Taco Bell. Taco Bell now has a Mexican pizza. Yeah, so well, they've pe- had the Mexican pizza, but it was gone, and then it came back, and then it was gone. And oh, really? Now, now they're bringing it back permanently. I, I've never heard of it. Oh, it's To be honest, really I didn't know they good. did pizza. Oh, it's... I, I mean, it's a, it's a Mexican pizza, so it's it's like a taco, but it's amazing. It's so good. See, I, I've never in my life been to a Taco Bell. I know, which is insane to me. That's so insane to so me. So none of this, it's all foreign to me. Well, yeah. apparently the Pizza Hut people have just gotten wind of this too, so they're responding, retaliating, if you will, with an Italian taco. Okay. The Italian taco features hand-tossed taco shell stuff with marinara, Ooh. mozzarella, and any filling you choose. That sounds good. You can do pepperoni, you can do olives. It's like Aunt Lucille going to the OBGYN. The Italian... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's oh just. My God. I heard Italian taco, and that's what. Ew, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God. And most of all, I'm sorry, Pizza Hut, because. Oh my God. I've ruined everything. That's so. terrible. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm worried about somebody pulling a plug. And all right, let's see. I'll get up on. in the stirrups. Let's check them out. Stop it. <laughs> oh my God. Uh. <laughs> Mexican pizza, Italian taco. No, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Did I mention this is the food file? Uh-huh. Disgusting. Oh, God. Well, you know, I love Guinness World Records. Let's try this. There's an ice cream shop in Phoenix, Arizona that has uh, earned a Guinness World Record offering 266 milkshake flavors. And oh. they're able to prepare each one right in a row in just over an hour. There's a Guinness World Record for that. I, okay. And listen, if you're making them, I'm drinking them, okay? That's great. Like, yeah. I, I just, I'm trying to think of... What flavor combinations could you combine to have two hundred to over two hundred? What are you, are you mixing like sherbet with chocolate or what do you? I just I, hope one of them is an Italian taco. Oh my gosh! That's... <laughs> Ew. Stop it right now! Stop it! Ew! Oh, gross! Italian taco. Stop! All right, we got time for one more here. Our friends from Kellogg's put out a press release that raised some eyebrows. It implies that it is healthier. To mix a health-conscious cereal like Special K, one of their products, mm-hmm. with an unhealthy cereal, or at least a sugary cereal like a Frosted Mini Wheats, another one of their products, it's a little healthier to mix the two than to do a full bowl of the sugary cereal. Well, duh. I mean, you're not eating a full bowl of the sugary cereal. You're yeah. getting half of the, the stuff that tastes like cardboard. I know, but I think the eyebrow goes up because they're admitting that, you know, yeah, you know, it's a lot of it's sugar. probably not good You might want to mix it with some Special K. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
That'd be like if the Crown Royal people are like, I would have a glass of water with it if I were you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But all you have to do is look at the, the side of the box to see that there's 56 grams of sugar in it. You have you been on the highway? Have you seen people? <laughs> they're a bunch of morons. I... <laughs> These in front of you in traffic right now. They're yeah. idiots. They don't know what they're doing. This is one of those things that you like to do. You like to make, or I don't know if you like to do it or you just do it because there's a little bit left, but you mix cereal together. I do all like the time. to do it, but I think it, it does make sense. This is this is like these people, they have a triple cheeseburger yeah. and then a Diet Coke. Like, right. I mean, I guess it's no, better than right. also having a, a soda, but. I, I hear you and I understand what they're saying, but I don't. I don't. You can't mix cereal to me. I don't. I got special can and an Italian taco. Stop. God with the taco. bless America. Stop. Food fall. Excellent. It's food fall. Did you see this footage from the uh, Tampa Bay New Orleans game on Sunday? No. Tom Brady had a bit of a temper tantrum. Uh, <laughs> through his tablet, I guess he was on his tablet on the sidelines. Okay. And I wonder what he's got on there. By the way, I wonder if he's texting. He's, he's he on Tinder now that he's single, I guess. Catching up on the queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, what is he? Maybe he's looking at plays. Maybe yeah. they write that day that, and get that into notes. That would be my guess. He's probably... Well, he was not happy with how things were going. Had a bit of a temper tantrum. He throws the tablet into the... I mean, not directly at anybody, but kind of in the vicinity of people. Sure. And then he apologized for his behavior. And by the way, the Buccaneers ended up winning 2010. But uh, he apologized and said... Uh, you know, sorry for breaking the tablet. Mm. I'm sure I'm going to be a Twitter meme. And of course, now he is. So he, course, pre- he predicted that correctly. But I, I can understand that kind of uh, frustration. Sure. I just, uh, I wouldn't want to be caught doing it. You know what I mean? Because well, sometimes I'll have a temper tantrum here during the show. And then I go, no one was taping that, right, were they? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he has to know there's cameras everywhere. But my guess is. Well, there's cameras at a lot of people's work now. Well, yes. But he, it, I mean, he's being live televised on right. t- TV. And he's one of the. He's the biggest name on the team, so and he's been in the spotlight the last couple of weeks yeah. because it of makes his. me like him more that he's that frustrated sure. that the game wasn't going well. My guess is that he was probably texting with his wife. Yeah, I that bet would you're be right. the only. She's frustrated that he's playing still, and he's sitting there trying to play the game, and she's or he's on the Citizens Bank app just watching the uh, <laughs> watching the checking account decrease. Swipe, no swipe. more shoes. <laughs> no, that's like what was it? Uh, Bezos' wife. She's donating billions at a time yeah. to charities. Just yeah. to, to all charities he doesn't like. <laughs> Just to aggravate him. It's fantastic. fantastic. I love that. Well, Tom, sorry that's uh, going on for you. Yeah. Uh, there is a talk show I saw recently, and it was similar to this, where the guy goes, oh, geez, I can't believe I just misspoke. That's mm-hmm. going to be a meme now. Yeah, when you do it live on TV. Can you think of anything that's ever happened to you where you go, thank God I'm nobody, and so, <laughs> or at least I was nobody? I mean, several instances, so, yes. Well, what's an example of, uh, like, when you passed out at the New Kids on the Block concert, uh, maybe? Yeah, that was pretty embarrassing, or when, this actually happened when I was in radio, I was at a a concert with a rap artist and I fell asleep at a nightclub in the corner not because I was drunk not because I was drunk, just because I was tired <laughs> I was tired I'm like 25 years old I fell asleep at the nightclub so just you sleeping with your head cocked to the back in a nightclub extremely embarrassing that, also, that feeling when yeah <laughs> also I was in high school my very first track meet and I fell face first and broke my ankle that was that would have been a meme for sure that was very devastating that's one of those things you're watching and everybody goes ooh oh, you know what everybody I mean? did they had the medic come it was so Remember, uh, remember when Bob Saget used to do the funny videos and yes. he'd do like a little goofy voice? Yeah. I'm just going to walk along. Oop, 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 I fell down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me. It was 
good times. Well, I've gone face first down an escalator at the airport. Yeah, that's And I've also been run over by one of those uh, food carts on the sidewalk in, in the city. So. The, the face first <laughs> in the el- at the uh, escalator was at an airport, and I'm sure somebody has that footage. I'm I sure. I can't, believe, I, I can't believe it hasn't made me a millionaire and gone public now. Would love to see that footage. And I bet you because it was the airport, they had multiple angles. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. got the bird's eye view. They got the front. They got the back. They got the side. It's amazing I have not gone viral. That's extremely embarrassing. Come to think of it, maybe we should search for man falls down airport escalator and just see, see if, if, if I don't somewhere exist in the on the oh, iPhone. Oh, that's embarrassing. Time for hashtag mom. <laughs> Stupid New Orleans. <laughs> Tom, you won the game. Oh, Calm down. My wife's mad at me. Calm just, down. Yeah. <laughs> Every morning, 720 and 920, we... Share these tweets with the hashtag for mom. I guess it could be any social media. Sure. And by the way, Giselle Bunchen is a mom. She is a mom. Yeah. Sometimes we hear from dads too, just like Tom. Send them in and we share them right here every morning. 720 and 920 like this. Jen Gooding said, kids are just so, so awake in the morning. <laughs> yeah. You it's, say that about me and Joe. Uh, you guys are just a lot. Like, hey, Joe. Morning, Robbie. Take it down a notch. Rochelle's like, I just want to go to sleep in a nightclub <laughs> while there's a rapper on stage. Don't. Yes. I don't have time for all this, <laughs> this awakeness. It's so sad. No, we're not, just in case you misheard that, we're not woke, Joe and I. No. We're, we're awake. Just awake. There's a difference. We're awake. Yeah. Kathy Webanowski said, my two-year-old granddaughter getting her hair washed and an exorcism sound oddly similar. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. At Geo the Idiot said, it's a serious Lego project when the first thing my five-year-old does is take his shirt off and get me a beer from the fridge. <laughs> well, aren't you the dad of the year? <laughs> Hashtag mom. I guess it's really parent confessions, and we do it every morning right here like that with that hashtag. We search it. You send it, 72920 each day. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. Yesterday, Rochelle uh, probably spent more than 250 bucks. went a little hog wild (laughs) when shopping. Now, I think I mentioned uh, this happened before September, late August. All the fall decorations, which I had never had in my home as a bachelor no. At all. I mean, I had a couple of little Christmas things. Maybe mm-hmm. I'd buy a pumpkin at the supermarket and put it on mm-hmm. the fireplace or something like that. But I never had any fall decorations. No Halloween decorations either. No. Was, Rochelle had a whole bunch of them. She bought more of them. So we okay. get fake leaves and pumpkins and we get the little thing you put on the uh, on the wall. And I'm not big on that, by the way. I know a lot of the HGTV shows and everything, they want to put a sign over your dinner table that says, Home is where the heart is. Yeah. And that's just not my thing. But you've got signs that says, uh, Fall is a ball. and Yeah. It's Halloween time and all these sort of things. Now, not uh, not like witches and Dracula or no, anything. No, I don't have any Halloween. I, I prefer the fall, harvest. fall decorations because yeah. then I can put them up in September and leave them till Christmas. Whereas I feel like if you have Halloween decorations, yeah. November 1st, you got to take those down. Because you don't want to have a witch out for well, uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving, but depending on your family. I don't know. I'll but, get you, Tom the turkey. <laughs> right, right. So I, pref- I prefer to do... You and your little giblets, too. I prefer to do the fall so I can leave them out. All right, so you get all the fall decorations, and those are, those are up, and they've been up. Yes. And then the pumpkin spice stuff starts coming out. So, of course, the first day, I think August 30th, is all the coffee shops yes. do the pumpkin spice. You were right there. Yes. And she is, but this is a, not a joke. I'll give him a little plug. She's been on the phone with Trader Joe's. <laughs> The grocery store there that sells all their own stuff, right? Every single day, literally every single day, even on the weekend, <laughs> calling all the different Trader Joe's within driving distance, asking if they got pumpkin spice this, pumpkin spice that. And I will I will tell you, again, I had never, not only I never had fall decorations, had never had this pumpkin butter 
that you are privy to, yeah. and it is delicious. And I understand they only release it once a year and why you were so hot to try to get some. But yeah. you've on the phone with these people every day. So yesterday, you got a bunch of stuff in. You did a little shop. You went pumpkin wild. I mean, you got home with this uh, bag of goodies. Yeah. It was pumpkin bagels, pumpkin cream cheese. Pumpkin bread, pumpkin pancakes. Pumpkin uh, oatmeal. Pumpkin cookies. Pumpkin, pumpkin coffee. Yogurt, pumpkin pump- coffee creamer. Pumpkin I mean, I, ravioli. Is, it's a little, a little extreme. Yeah. Would you at least acknowledge that you went a little hog wild with the pumpkin, a little pumpkin crazy? Come on. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> yeah. I Yes and no. I, I got all of... Well, I didn't get everything I wanted still because I went there for said pumpkin butter yeah. and it was sold out. So you bought all this crap instead just to make up for it? I was going to buy that anyway, but now I have to go back because they're getting another shipment in next week and I'm going to have to go. So you're going to have to be calling them again and say, there's a shipment coming. Where is the tractor trailer truck right now? Yeah, so I'm going to, I I may have to leave the show early because if I don't get there, it'll be sold out. I'm not the only one, clearly, because it's already, it came out yesterday. You'll be standing in the back of the building where the truck pulls in, taking it right off the Yesterday, and their shipment was already gone. Yeah. One day. And, and you know, I say that somewhat jokingly, but I have seen you do it during the worst of COVID when they didn't have toilet paper. You were in the, oh, yeah. you're in the back of the CVS taking the stuff right off the truck, handing them cash. I've been known to I've do seen that. you do it. I've done it for Christmas, too, with the kids, the kids' toys, something they wanted, one of the hot toys. You wait for the shipment trucks to come in, and you just sit there and... You stand there, make them very uncomfortable, <laughs> and they give you whatever you want to go. That's away. called intimidation, is what that. That's a shakedown, is what that is. You got to do what you got to do. You we have mean? a uh, we have a Robbie and Rochelle TikTok, <laughs> and so we have a video here. If you think we're just making this up, this is uh, Rochelle unpacking, unboxing all her pumpkin stuff from Trader Joe's yesterday. Do well, we have this video? I have one. I do have that, but there's just kind of music to it showing every single thing that I purchase. But then after I purchased something, I did make another one. This is this is. Is you talking right? Am I eating pumpkin-flavored JoJo's with pumpkin beer? Yep, I sure am. <laughs> you that said, was... do you want to try some? I said, I'll have a scotch. I'll be just fine. I just... It was delicious. I don't you understand this whole thing. It's ridiculous. You missed out. Follow us at Robbie and Rochelle on TikTok. <laughs> See the fetish this woman has for pumpkins. <laughs> Out of control. Speaking of out of control women, Michelle Amabile is here. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But she'll, she, she'll punch you for I it, know, though. I'm, sorry. I'm a little afraid of her. Uh, <laughs> she got any more 80s. Mr. Prince, Rod Stewart, Bruce, Lenny Kravitz, a whole lot more. Plus, your next classic rock keyword to cash at noon. She'll have it for you. We'll see you in the morning. Pre-Coffee Thoughts, bright and mm-hmm. early, 6 a.m. He said. She said. At 7.50. Hashtag mom. Confessions. At 7.29.20, we'll check the bulletin board, the Fast Five, the birthdays, and we will have some uh, audio a little conversation. We're going to bring the uh, you know the portable microphones out to Asbury Park today for American Idol's own Constantine Maroulis. He's oh. singing the songs of uh, Foreigner and Journey today. That's fun. We'll have a live stream going on the Boss website. We're going to intro that show, but we'll have some audio for you if you miss it tomorrow morning. Have a great day. All right, quick reminder. We have our Mugs for Mugs slash Shameless Self-Promotion Contest going on. <laughs> Worked a deal with uh, Jersey Transit, and we got those uh, bus billboards up of the morning show and the logo. So Mm -hmm. if you happen to see Robbie and Michelle on a bus, or maybe you're riding the bus, you're behind the bus, you're a passenger in a car, just get a picture of it, just a quick little snap, and text it to us, 774-4444, or email the picture. I guess you can do that. Or send it to us on Facebook. That's fine, too. Just make sure to tag us, and you could be randomly selected to win a Robbie and Michelle in the morning coffee mug with tickets inside, pair of tickets to the CW's Masters of Illusion, coming to the Count Basie. Uh, Hackensack Meridian Health Theater. Mm-hmm. All right. Very fun. So just a reminder there, you of course connect with us anytime on the socials or on the webpage or by texting us 774-4444. You can find us 
uh, streaming on demand on a website or mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcast. And it is time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories thought you needed to know. Be in the know, number five to number one. We will count down today and start at number five. There's a woman from Chicago. She's on TikTok saying that she was punched in the face by another woman. Oh, no. What was the deal? They started fighting over a reserved parking spot. <laughs> I pulled over and put my hazards on right outside of my building because I put my laundry by the door. I was away from my car for 30 seconds, and when I came back, there was a woman, and she was saying that I can't park there, and she got in my face, like, you need to move, and I was like, okay, and I was trying to explain to her that I was just going to leave. I spit a little bit, like, I was talking, I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but, like, you're talking, and she was like, you spit on me, and she just open hand punched me right here, like, palm to the cheekbone. Well, good. Wow. (laughs) I think you probably deserved it. Because, come on, you don't accidentally spit on somebody. You know darn well that you're parking in front of a reserved space. You leave your car running with the hazards. That's not good enough. That lady lady didn't know. Well, if she's paying for a reserved space, listen, all right, you know what? There's no need for physical altercations. Right. You don't ever need to hit somebody. But clearly somebody. this girl's Come like, well, I don't know what it was. I mean, I'm just minding my own I, I spit in her face and I'm minding my own <laughs> business. I pulled into her pay- reserve spot and I, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, the whole thing's a little ridiculous. But come on. Well, just the overwhelming down. majority of comments here on TikTok are siding with that girl. So really? I guess that's all you have to do is uh, boo-hoo, cry me a river on TikTok <laughs> and everybody's on your side. Okay. Thank God for the law, you know. <laughs> well, she that's what she should have done instead of hitting her was call the cops. Yeah. Just stop. There you Just go. Don't call the cops. It's no. all fun and games until they take you into the squad car. Right. You you don't need to get arrested for assault. Come Why don't you on. do a little TikTok from behind bars? <laughs> Good luck. They take your phone. <laughs> Number four, Johnny Rotten from the Six Pistols said he's very upset because he, I guess they have a, a what they call a Democratic band. Okay. Whereas if uh, they get approached to do something, all the band has to agree and everyone agreed except him. So he got outnumbered. And they have now approved the use of their song, God Save the Queen, which, of course, is not... It's kind of funny. That's like everybody that uh, uses Every Breath You Take as your wedding song. It's a stalker song. It is, yeah. God Save the Queen is a sarcastic commentary on the monarchy. Right, and they're using it for the Queen's death. Yeah, and so he says he thinks it's distasteful for them to be, first of all, capitalizing on Queen Elizabeth's death. Yeah, yeah. And secondly, he thinks it's, you know, how stupid are these companies that want to use the song. Right. Because it's not a tribute to the Queen at all. Exactly. I think Bruce used to say the same thing. Born in the USA is not a patriotic song. Right. It's about a let's be better. Right. Exactly. America, you know. Imagine Johnny Rotten is the voice of. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of reason here. Yeah. You know you've uh, you've made a mistake yeah. when Johnny Rotten is calling you out. Mm-hmm. Number three, David Blaine, the uh, illusionist, said he's experiencing health issues from stunts he's done over the years. Mm. Apparently, uh, among the issues, uh, memory loss, trouble with his uh, thyroid metabolism, and the nerves in his teeth exposed from all the eating glass. Yeah, I just saw a clip of him on Jimmy Fallon. I think last week he was eating nails, and then he like Great. popped them out of his nose. So I, I mean, I don't know. I, I know it's an illusion. Yeah. I know he's not actually eating. I don't. I don't know how he does it, but just don't. Like, <laughs> just don't. Here's the bottom line: is he's a multimillionaire, so yeah. if he does have an issue with his teeth, he can mm-hmm. just have it fixed. I guess. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> All you got to do is show him that Capital One card, and you'll yeah, be just fine. that's right. how that works. Bonus story for you. Listen to this. There's a poll that's found the most common response when someone thanks you mm-hmm. is to say, you're welcome. Well, yeah. What else would you say? Very good, sir. I mean, I don't know. What else could there you be, know, right? When I, when I say thank you to you, very rarely do you say you're welcome. I'll say it to you three times just to make a point for you to uh, say What do I welcome. say? Nothing? You just say nothing. That's not true. You, you do. You just say, oh, you'll just go, mm? No, say you're welcome. I guess you could say, okay, or sure. You no. know? Like if someone said, thank you, you go, sure. Okay. No problem. I don't know. Okay. How about no problem? No problem is fine. Sure is not a, no, I don't like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, or just okay, you, just okay. Just because you don't like okay. it doesn't mean that I'm being mean yeah, or something. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you're responding. It's like you said I was yelling at you yesterday. I'm not yelling at but you. When you just say okay when someone says thank you, it's like it, you. It's kind of like a passive aggressive. It you're is welcome. not a passive aggressive. Well, that's now they go how... okay. Then it's passive aggressive. It's the tone. Don't you think know. tone matters here? I don't know. Now this one I can get behind. Apparently, the number one response when you sneeze is to say bless you. Sure. Now, my first, I would say Gazumtite. You would? Yeah, that's the first one. I, I don't know. I would say bless you. And then number three, Gazumtite's number two. Number three is people say God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Yeah. I think a lot of people moved away from that just because. You want to be PC, know. right? Yeah. You know, I. 12% I of people you. say they stay silent no matter what. It's none of my business. And you don't say bless you to They someone? don't say anything. You're someone sneeze, you say nothing. Someone says thank you, you say nothing, you just do a little nod. I mean, if someone is directly <laughs> speaking to you and saying thank you, then. A little it's- wink and a little. I don't know. I don't know. Number two, Adobe has a new study on emojis. Here's what you can do. Someone uh, does something nice for you, just send them a little emoji, there you right? Go. Yeah, that works. Here are the top three most confusing, misunderstood. Majority of people say they don't know what to make of cherries. Yeah. This goes to show you what a delinquent I am. The first thing oh, I think I... of is a slot machine. Oh, okay. What do you think of? Nothing. Oh, geez. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I guess I set you up for that, but... Coincidentally, the next most misunderstood is upside down face. Okay. I would send that next to the cherries. And then the cowboy hat face. Yeah, that's weird. You've made all of these sound like uh, innuendo, I got to be honest with you. I, well, you know. <laughs> you know. You notice it's a guy cowboy, by the way. We should be, we shouldn't it we is. have a girl, a cowgirl as well? Yeah, we should. I think we should. We should. You send the, uh, the cowgirl and the cherries, and everybody knows exactly <laughs> what you mean. Hey, oh. <laughs> All right, I can't end there. Bonus, bonus story for you. There's a road rage survey that has found the states with the most confrontational drivers. Now, I will tell you the least confrontational, North Dakota. Okay. New Jersey, right about in the middle. Believe it or not, New York is among the least confrontational. It's probably because people are afraid of getting a cap in her ass, much like that girl that shouldn't have. <laughs> Getting into a fist fight in front of the parking space. Yeah, I guess you're, that's probably true. Yeah. The most confrontational state is Utah. Utah. I mean, would you ever have guessed that? No. People are getting out yelling at other people. I mean, I guess what else is there to do? I want another wife, <laughs> and I won't stand for it. I'm driving right down to the courthouse now. <laughs> you, you hit my car. I'm taking your wife. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Welcome your letters on that one, Mormons. Uh-huh. Offensive and out of date. Number one, here's two cases of companies owing you money, okay? Okay. U-Haul accidentally repossessed a truck that belonged to a family. I guess they, they picked up the wrong one that they were repossessing. Okay. Because you know, someone didn't pay for their U-Haul. Yeah, yeah. Th- this family did pay for their U-Haul, but the U-Haul went and picked it up by mistake, disposed of everything inside. Throw oh it all away. Oh my gosh, really? So I guess that's what happens if you don't pay your U-Haul, you don't bring the truck back. They track you down, they find you, they throw the stuff away, they take it, you know, because you didn't pay. Sure. But that happened to this family by accident. They say uh, they will make it right. Well, they better. Are you kidding? The family says they don't know that they can because they threw away apparently some family heirlooms oh, no. that that's they were trying awful. to move on the truck. But that's awful. In a somewhat related story, listen to this. A guy receives a check in the mail from Google for a quarter million dollars. <laughs> I can't, I didn't, imagine getting something in the mail from Google. That in and of itself is kind of crazy. Yeah, I hey, guess. look, I got a letter from Google. I probably wouldn't even open it. I would just assume it was spam mail. Guess what he did? He found a 1-800 number and called Google Customer Service. I didn't even know there was such a thing. I didn't either. They told him it was human error and that they will retrieve the money. He said he has not gotten any further contact from Google. I got to be honest. I wouldn't call Google. I'd take the 250 grand and just just cash it. I mean, it's in his name, right? They wrote it to him. It's his check. It'll clear. It's Google. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Google customer service. I don't know how to use your website. (laughs) 
<laughs> See the little bar? Just type it right in. That's right. There's nothing else on the site right. except for that little bar. That's just all you got to do. Whatever you want. You can even hit the other. You just say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Talk to text, baby. That's right. Google customer support. Help. Tuesday, world famous celebrity birthday file. Kristen Johnson. Remember her from Third Rock from the Sun? Oh, yes. She's 55 today. Gary Cole, this guy. From Office Space and a whole bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. He's 66. George R.R. R. Martin, 74. Sophia Loren, 88 today. Yeah. Remember when you were uh, doing marketing for the restaurant she came in? She did. She, she had like re- an entourage of 15 she, people with her? She did. She requested this corner booth in the back, sat there, said nothing to anyone. <laughs> and ate a meatball. No, she did eat, yeah. I think she had steak, actually. <laughs> well, I'll send her a jury emoji. <laughs> today is National Jeez. Pepperoni Pizza Day, National Punch Day. National String Cheese Day. Okay. I'm assuming they mean like Hawaiian punch, right? Don't ask that lady who parked yeah. in a reserved spot because if you ask her, that's not what it means. I may have spit on him just a little bit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and mention this just so I can do my impression of Tony Danza. Okay. Which is basically my John Travolta impression all rolled into one. Mm-hmm. Happy uh, 38th anniversary to Who's the Boss? It debuted this day of 1984 over there on ABC. Angela. <laughs> that's it. That's my Tony was, Danza impression. It was really good. Wasn't that worth it? It was good. He said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. All the kids back to school now, probably for a week or two. Yep. So thinking about uh, homecoming and all those those milestones you hit when you're in high school. This is an interesting question. What song instantly brings you back to high school? And that's okay. (laughs) We're all friends here, so don't worry about dating yourself or anything. Yeah. Joe, you got a song that uh, pops right to your mind when I say that aloud? Born to Run. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, is that why that's the big summer kickoff song every year when we do the no, summer thing? I, I, no, no, that's just because that's, to me, the Jersey Shore, you know. I mean, Bruce Springsteen and and uh, back then, you know, there was the Jersey Shore in 1975, four and five, a lot different than it is today. Yeah. Uh, but it was, um, you know, you, you go to Seaside and do pretty much what you do now in Seaside. But I remember sitting on the beach and listening to Bruce, and that was always just my, my thing, you know. I mean, I just loved it. And, um you know, so I would have to say Born to Run. Did you have a song with a girl that you were with at the time that brings you back like a little love song? You go, oh, man, we were so goofy. Yeah, uh, Tiny Dancer. Oh, yeah. I oh, think you yeah, have mentioned you, that before. You told us that. I think if, Tiny uh, Dancer. I think and the lady girl, and the girl is Marianne still. You know, oh, that's right. That's the yeah. funny part about right. it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was you... a 30-year gap in between. but <laughs> No, that's right, because I remember you went to the Elton Show a couple of months ago, and uh, you oh, were saying you were hoping great. you'd hear uh, Tiny Dancer. That's right. Yeah, that was a pretty cool moment when he played that. Yeah, yeah it was really that's awesome. so sweet. I love that. Yeah, it was awesome. I was going to say Lady in Red. I remember going to all those uh, dances in junior high, and they play that cheesy 80s song, The Lady in Red. Loved Lady in Red in school. That would definitely be one of mine. Also, Yeah from Usher, which is that, just that party song. That You're you such hear a kid. Everyone. You're but such you, a kid. Every time I hear it, I think of high school because we would we were stupid and dancing yeah. and also when the sun goes down. The, uh, uh, the Kenny, country song? Kenny Chesney and, yeah, and Uncle, I grew up in Detroit, so yeah, it was Uncle, Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker is actually and, relevant out there? Yeah, so it was it, anything <laughs> Kid Rock, Uncle Cracker, Eminem reminds me of of home, it just does. I mean, no disrespect. I guess it's oh, uh, disrespectful no. to Uncle Cracker, but it's, he's just a bigger star in his hometown than he is. You when know. you go to Detroit, people like, like everyone knows Uncle Cracker. Like you're, you're like, oh yeah, everybody has a story about Uncle Cracker. You go anywhere else, they're like, who? Right, right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So it's one mm-hmm. of those things that I, when, whenever I hear that song, it reminds me of like my senior summer year. 
I'd be curious what the oldest song we get is. If everybody remembers like Glenn Miller or something like that, that'd be kind of a hoot. If we've got any, <laughs> we got any vets or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> I'd love to hear one that goes way back. Yeah. So is there a song that instantly takes you back to high school? That's your he said. She said. 732-774-4444. Call us. Text the same number. 774-4444. You can do it on Facebook. I say congratulations to Mike. Where is he? Neptune. He picked up 250 bucks this morning. Classic rock keywords to cash were might as well jump from the Van Halen song. Mike gets 250 bucks. Could happen to you tomorrow morning. And you can double your money every Thursday. Make it 500. Join that cash club, 1071theboss.com. Next classic rock keyword for today, uh, less than an hour away, right after 9 a.m. Just getting going this morning. She said, she said, it's a song that brings you back to high school. Kind of brings back a flood of memories. What is it? David said, Jack and Diane. Mm-hmm. Laura said, Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. No, we played that a few minutes ago. We did. Uh, you yeah. know what? I think some of the movie songs stand out sure, a little bit more. Sure, sure. Yep. Danger Zone was in Top Gun. Right, because you have the memory of if you played at a dance and then also yeah. you went to the movies. <laughs> Did nice someone just text and tell you to stop being so salacious? I'm not. Just saying. You're a bit of a tart, you know that? <laughs> wow, <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, you'll pay for that one later. Yeah, I'm sure. Tim said ice, ice, baby. <laughs> stop. Collaborate and listen. That would be right. That's yeah. right. Hi there, it's Boss. Hey, good morning, Robbie and Michelle. This is uh, Tony here calling you guys. Hey, Tony, uh, how sure are you? you recognize my voice? Yes. I got a great song for you. It brings you back to high school, man. Rick James, Super Freak. <laughs> what the hell were you up to? <laughs> Rick James could be anything. All right, 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. Hi, it's the Boss. Good morning. Good morning, it's Lisa. How are you? Hey, Lisa, how are you? I'm good. I was just thinking of high school song that always reminds me of high school is Fame from David Bowie because he had a jukebox in her cafeteria. Wasn't that movie what? or that TV show Fame? That was about kids in high no, school no, too, no. right? Yeah, no. David Bowie's song Fame. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking of uh, Irene Cara. Yeah. David Bowie's a different one. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. No, All right, was, well, back to the coffee mean. cup for me. Wait, you had a jukebox <laughs> in your cafeteria at school? Yes. That's so yeah. fun. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've rendered both of us speechless. <laughs> Thank you. Michelle's envisioning herself an episode of Saved by the Bell or something. <laughs> yes. All right. The song that brings you back to high school is more coming up here. He said. She said. Can I just mention something here? There's a little uh, back and forth in our control room. Rochelle says that I was mean. And I would, ne- I mean, I certainly would tease you and I'd give you a hard time, but I'd never be mean. You made a, uh, what I thought was a provocative remark. Mm-hmm. I said you were a tart. And you said you're, you're calling me. You call me something. Well, I looked. I'm on dictionary.com right now, and it's exactly what I meant it to mean. It means you're sharp in character, spirit, or expression, making biting, cutting remarks. Used in a sentence, she made a tart remark. And yes, to say something a little salacious or provocative would be kind of a biting piece of commentary. I was not calling you a name. I wouldn't be that mean. <laughs> did you find a different definition I of did. tart? All right. Well, that's dictionary.com. Well, so I'm on Merriam-Webster. What does it What does it say? A woman who's had many sexual partners, a prostitute. It says that under tart on Merriam-Webster? Yes. Well, that was not my intent at all. What I just said was my intent. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, I apologize. <laughs> the, the full definition of tart, I mean, it was a, kiting, a cutting, <laughs> biting remark. It was something like, whoa, that's a... And she, she just said it, you know what I mean? Said it. Okay. I was not aware that there was a uh, connotation like that. Yeah, there is. And don't look it up on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, well, sure. Urban Dictionary is a different thing. <laughs> All right, we got it away. Uh-huh. We're going to cut through the tension in the room here. Yes. <laughs> this actually does bring me back to high school, which just kind of makes the whole thing full circle. We're talking about songs that bring you back to high school. 
We got a text from 9179 that said, imagine. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Carl said, dream on Aerosmith. Sure. That's a song that's been a hit a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Aerosmith just keeps circling back. And that's one of those songs you talk about when you hear it, you just, you have to listen to it. It's just yeah. so fun. It's always, you can listen to it over and over. It's it's always fun to listen to. You know my to. friend uh, Frankie? Hey, Frankie, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> I'm the little hoodlum. Yeah. He had the biggest crush on... Uh, Alicia Silverstone, because when we oh, were in, in that music we were in video, high school, right? those are, those songs were pretty popular. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the '90s Aerosmith stuff, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and he just loved those music videos. <laughs> it's like you get a thing for girls in uh, plaid shirts, I guess. I guess so. Remember? You like the Clueless girls? Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah, that movie. Mm-hmm. I doubt Frankie went to Clueless. <laughs> this movie's stupid. I never seen it. <laughs> I'm a hoodlum. Carol said, "I do cherish you from 98 degrees." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What go wrong with 98 degrees? <laughs> it's the boss. Hi. Hi. This is Karen. Hi, Karen. How are you? Uh, good. I'm just calling about the song that brings me back to high school. Yes, please. Okay, it's uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall. Yeah, now is that the album, or is there a song on there, The Wall? I guess there's a song, yeah, there's too. Yeah, a song. Yep. <laughs> I don't really remember my experiences listening to Pink Floyd, if I'm being honest with you. Oh. Uh, good morning, it's the boss. Yeah, the song, this is no one. It's the age of Aquarius. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. Cool. That uh, was from the Broadway musical, right? Hair. Remember that? That's, that's correct. There you go. Songs that bring you back to high school. <laughs> Brings me back to high school where I say things nobody likes. <laughs> we'll keep that going anytime. <laughs> 732-774-4444 today on our uh, Text Connect or on the old Facebook. Joe, have you seen uh, Cobra Kai? No. It's amazing. I mean, I guess if you like the nostalgia like I do of the Karate Kid, it's kind of neat to see some of these people back. But it's amazing that a show about adults fighting with each other over what kids are going to be in a a school karate tournament is as compelling as it is, and it's going on now for five seasons. It's kind of it's amazing that... And the thing has been number one on Netflix for a week or so now since it came out. I think it came out Labor Day, so it's amazing. Wow. Well, wow, good for them. I guess. It's a fun show. It really is. It, but this season... It seems a little more cheesy than it has been because it, before it was really about the kids and it kind of focused. So it was kind of a kid driven show. Now the kids are not even doing anything. And it's about these petty adults who just want to beat the crap out of each other. And they're using the guy. I don't Listen, know. Listen, I'm all for adults kicking the crap out of each no, other. I'm all fine. for it. That's but fine. But it just seems. Especially on TV. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it just seems a little cheesy now because they're just very serious with their in their dojos with their geese on. And I'm like. <laughs> You just wanted to say gee. Yeah. Kind of. There is another show on uh, Netflix we watched last night about street food. And we get about 20 minutes into the thing. And and I thought it would just be, you know, cooking street food, like food truck food. And I get the backstory of this guy and his father died and he took over the food truck and the family business. And Rochelle goes, I just want to see him make tacos. I really don't care about all this. I I don't need the backstory. Just show me how to make a nice cilantro taco. I'm not trying to be mean, but I just... I thought it was a cooking show, and then it got very <laughs> serious, and the, the father had a stroke, and I'm like, I, I just, this is awful. I'm, some just trying to, here, right? I'm just trying to wind down before bed with some tacos. <laughs> <laughs> now I need a margarita. I, mean, I felt so yeah, bad. Right? I felt so bad. <laughs> you can use one right now, to tell you the truth. With a floater. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Gotta have the floater. Yeah, that's why I love you, Joseph. That's why I love you. <laughs> I got to tell you a story. This is funny. I took my wife out to dinner in the city one. Tell me went to this steakhouse, and you know I was. It was in the middle of the winter time, and and we we get in there, and I'm you know I ordered a, a bourbon or whatever I ordered, and then she ordered a margarita, and I look at her, and I'm like, it's snowing, it's January, we're at a New York City steakhouse. Why are you ordering a margarita of all things? <laughs> so she brings a margarita over, and she sips it, and she goes, eh, it's okay. 
And I said, what's wrong with it? She said, I don't know. It's not like down the shore. So I went to the bartender. Can I get a shot of Patron? He goes, yeah. Bring it over. Put the shot. Of, put the shot of Patron on it, and it drips down into it. Oh yeah, that's much better. That's amazing. I love that. That's how we make them on the shore, baby. That's right. That's right. That and and I. It was just hilarious. I said, oh my god. You go into the steakhouse. You see the uh, who's that guy that got shot outside the steakhouse in the city during the oh winter? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, now, why would I bring that up? That really had nothing to do with it. I have no idea, yeah. really. Sorry about that. <laughs> Ruined my cute little story. Yeah, I know. I just You said steakhouse in the city in the winter, and that's I was picturing a crime scene. I'm sorry. Right, exactly. I'm sorry. Well, there you go. I apologize. <laughs>